0: Hello, I'm Sarah Storey and welcome to Backstory. This is my new podcast where I catch up with some massive DJs, producers, broadcasters, singers and songwriters to talk about their careers, how they've adapted to the new world that we've found ourselves in, their new projects and of course their backstory. The live music industry is taking such a hit from Covid and over 2020 we've seen so many people lose their jobs, festivals were cancelled, nearly every single DJ was out of work and the artists who were supposed to have their year had that taken away from them. But we have the power of the internet, music, podcasts and so we can still listen and connect to the people that we love. My first guest is the wonderful Annabelle England. She is an American singer, songwriter and DJ. She's someone that I've admired for many years, and so to have her as my first guest was an absolute honor. Here's what happened when we caught up. People that are watching now, you'll probably best know Annabelle for Reverse Skydiving. I think that's the track where I discovered you and Mm -hmm. um, the Purple Disco remix of London Headache, which I just think is an amazing track. But you've just released your very first album. How are you feeling right now?
1: Yeah, it just, it feels so good. I feel like I've really accomplished something and I actually have, you know, a body of work that people can look at with a certain aesthetic and a story. And I feel like it's really cohesive. And it's just something that people can turn on and listen to all the way through. And Mm -hmm. it just feels so good. You know, I've been making music for a while now, and I've been putting out singles and um, EPs with collaborators. But this is my first body of work I've actually put out just on my own. Um, So it feels amazing. And I'm so happy and just proud I mean you must be so
0: proud like it's a yeah. huge achievement and I love the artwork and you know some of the people that you've been working on the album with are huge talk to me about working with massive names like MK and the Thos and people like that what's that been like
1: yeah I mean MK they're they're just all my friends so I because I've been making music with them for years like you know I felt like it was only right to have them on my album because you know, I've made music with them for so long, so it's like, why not have them be a part of my foundation album, you know, mm-hmm. so um, working with MK is great, like, he's just a really fun, amazing guy, same as Lee, and Jamie's really, I, I get to learn something from each of them, and I like to go and work with people where I can learn new things, and, like, get outside of the box, so working with them has been really good and fun. How did that relationship
0: come about then? How did you meet all the guys from Hot Natured? How did you meet Jamie Jones and, and that crew?
1: Well, for those who haven't heard the story, um, I was living in, well, I was living in like the city, which I had just moved to LA, LA. And I was just kind of like experiencing the house music scene out here. And I had become really obsessed with like, Lee Foss's music and Jamie Jones' music, and I had been listening to this, pod, uh, this um, mix of his called Modern Amusement, and it was just on repeat all the time. So I saw that Lee Foss was playing at um, The Standard in downtown LA, and I was, I think, like 18 at the time. So, and that's the most strict club, but you, you can't get in if you're not 21, like no matter what, you, like I had a fake ID but for some reason, I ended up getting up there to the show and meeting Lee after. And my friend Angela and I were just hanging out with him. And then um, she was like, you know, she sings, right? And, and I was like, yeah. He was like, oh, sing me something. And then I was like, okay. <laughs> well, on the spot, just sing? Yeah, really? yeah, believe it or not, it's happened to me all my life where people are just like asking me to sing right there on the spot and I'm just like, okay. And so then, yeah, I sang on the spot, and literally, like, the next week, he texted me asking if I wanted to get in the studio with him and MK, and I was like, sure, that would be fun, and then, and then we made Electricity that same night, and so from there, they were working on the Hot Nature album a lot, Um, and I think they might have been looking for female vocalists, and Lee sent Jamie Jones the um, Electricity demo, because it came out on Hot Creations, he was like what do you think about this vocalist like I think she's really good I think she really has something and then he basically convinced Jamie and them to like fly me out to London for my first time ever and I was just staying there for two weeks working with like the people who I had been listening to all their music like it was I was just blown away and I just was trying to like hide it the whole time I was like can't believe this but like I was singing and writing music with in my eyes like the best of the best and I just I like I couldn't believe it but it was happening and so then they started taking me on tour and then I was like unbeknownst to me at my stage presence and things like that like it all kind of compiled on top of each other and I then soon enough like all the crowd like wanted me to come out and sing reverse skydiving and all that and so it just kind of happened from there so that's amazing when you came over to the uk did they take you for a night out in london because
0: you know i can imagine they're going to
1: party yeah um the first night i went to fat like i landed and then i went to lee's and we had like a few drinks and then i went straight to fabric and then i was was gonna say (laughs) yeah i was literally blown away i i I was just in heaven, you know, like just the the scene out there is so unlike anything else. And I was just like in my zone and I had so much fun. And then the next night, um, Jamie and Lee were playing a boiler room. So I went to that. And so it was like all these things I was going to that I was just like, my eyes were open to all the amazingness that is out there. Yeah, it was incredible. So you went from going out meeting uh, the guys in a club
0: then coming over to the uk and boom you're working with people that you really respect and you've been listening to already what was the journey before that as as a singer songwriter like was that your that was obviously your first experience electronic music was that never the plan yeah. was it something else
1: i mean i had been hired by abc family they found me on youtube for singing this cover and um ABC Family is now known as Freeform, but it's like, have you heard of ABC Family? It's
0: it's it's an American. Yeah, yeah, it's an
1: American. Okay, yeah. It's just an American TV channel that's all about like family, like family sitcoms and family movies and things like that. Um, And so the head of music over there hired me to write and sing on five songs to be played on the network and so I was doing that and I could tell they were kind of like prepping me to be this Disney person and Mm -hmm. I just am not that type of person like I have Mm -hmm. tattoos I don't like to be told that I can't do something and so I could tell that it was very that and I just Mm -hmm. rebelled so hard even though it was just like all I was I was just hired to write and sing on five songs like it's not a big deal (laughs) but I was like whatever but I I did that, and but then at the same time as I was doing all of that, I was meeting more and more people in LA that were older than me that were just taking me to all the clubs and showing me the scene. So I was just really, really infatuated with the house music scene. And I just kind of, I didn't, it wasn't my plan, but I listened to house music and I heard um, a female singer on a song and I was thinking, like, I know I can do this better. Like, I have to do this. Like, I know I can do this. If this song is really big, then I can totally do another song that's like even bigger. That's what was in my head. Yeah. And then it happened.
0: Well, you've, abso- you've absolutely
1: smashed it. And I mean,
0: you know, let's talk about the new album a bit more, Messing With Magic. One of the tracks, yeah. What? which one was it? Picture Us is, is already number one in the US dance charts. Yeah, which
1: yeah. Which is huge. Yeah. So I had two number ones in the dance charts, which was crazy. Like so hot MK and Night Lapse remix and then picture us ended up making it to billboard number one. Um, so that is just huge. And I still need to print out like the little, Picture of it just because I'm gonna make a scrapbook, <laughs> and I just think it's so amazing. Like I just, I just can see that it just feels good to see my work being recognized and to see that my songwriting and my mm-hmm. melody writing is something that a lot of people identify with and that they all love. Apparently, mm-hmm. I mean, to get to number one, like it has to be good. So yeah, yeah it just feels good.
0: It's amazing. And do you did you find over lockdown? Did you write more songs during lockdown? Was it like a real good well you know the situation with everything that's been going on in 2020 everyone's kind of just Mm -hmm. been in the houses and not really able to go anywhere did that really spur you on to write loads of tracks
1: um i think at the beginning not at all i had no ability to be creative other than to just like sit on the couch and like hang out with Mm -hmm. the dog you know like i i was just kind of shocked by the way that things were and i didn't have the capacity to to go any further um but I was being asked to do all these DJ live streams and things like that. And I think like after a few months of things kind of sustaining the way that they were, I was able to like come out of my little shell and be like, okay, Mm -hmm. like, is it safe to be creative? Like, is it okay? Like for inside, you know, Mm -hmm. um, was I able to do it? And then um, I started getting set up with all these Zoom sessions and I was like, okay, let's try it. And I just, I mean, I can't believe all the music I've made on Zoom and how good it sounds. It's crazy. I'll be singing like a producer will be on your end, and then I'll, there may be another co-writer, and then they'll play something, and I just sing it into my phone, and we write on Google Docs, and then I sing what I'm writing on my phone, and then I email it to them, and they place it into the track, and it sounds so good from so just
0: recording all,
1: it into your phone. Yeah, on voice memos, I've done it, and and wow. everyone's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe. I mean, it's crazy. So I was even thinking about like releasing a project with just those, the raw, you know how it mm-hmm. is, because it is such a time, you know.
0: Yeah, it just right shows. Now. Just goes to show that you can even make records using voice notes on an iPhone or a Samsung. Now it's like that. <laughs> that just shows what twenty twenty yeah. has had to. Everyone's had to just kind of create more and work out how the hell to carry on, and you know, and be be more creative. I suppose. So I think that's. Yeah cool so before all the the hot creation stuff before that what had you been doing like I want to know where you used to work like did you used to work in in retail or hairdressing Mm -hmm. or you know when you were younger what was your first job
1: so I got a job as soon as I was old enough because I just I felt like it was always really important to be Mm self-sustaining and so my first job was at Ben and Jerry's I was an ice cream scooper and I I think I was like 15 and a half (laughs) Um, it was fun because my manager would help me with my math homework and stuff while I was also like making waffle cones and things like that. Yeah. Um, and then I had a lot of jobs. I was a Ben and Jerry's and then I worked at like as a hostess for this local deli um in in the area where I went to high school. Um and then when I was in college I went to college for like a year and a half. I just like always felt like I needed a backup plan because I just I don't know. I wasn't one of those people that's, like, just go and, like, just do music full, like, I wanted to also learn, and I wanted to just, like, have another life as well, but um, when I was in college, I also was working at this restaurant called Taste in the Palisades in LA, and I was a hostess, and and I was able to like, you know, buy my brother and I flights to New York with that money and like show my brother, my little brother, like this is what happens when you have a job. And mm-hmm. it just felt good. And I think it's important. Like my cousin's 15 right now. And I'm just like, you should get a job because it just teaches you so much. Yeah, I think it's great to be able
0: to do things like that and you know, learn the value of money and show younger siblings or cousins or whatever that, that, you know, if you do this, then it's satisfaction as well. And it's just independence, I suppose.
1: Yeah. And also when you're younger, it's like, why not just get a job? It doesn't really matter where you are. It just teaches you the ability to like be consistent and show up on time and Mm -hmm. what it looks like to like show up early and stay late if you need to. And just all the things, all the values that I think maybe we might not be getting at home or something like that, you know, it just teaches Mm -hmm. us a lot.
0: Did you have any moments in 2020 where you just thought I can't do this anymore or or even moments with music where you felt frustrated like musically have you, have you ever kind of got to a point where you've had writer's block for instance or have you ever had a moment where you're just like do you know what I might just do something else?
1: Not really I mean I don't really get writer's block I because I I like to work with other people and a lot of the times I might be really on and like Mm -hmm. I might end up writing the whole song with someone you know helping with the melody or something but then another another day I might be not really you know on fire with the lyrics but then you know it's still about collaboration so I feel like where Mm -hmm. I lack someone else provides and when I provide someone else you know it's just kind of a balancing act Mm -hmm. Um, And it just, it it helps to like hold me accountable when I'm working with other people because it's like working as a team versus like sitting in my room and just writing a whole Mm -hmm. song alone. It just doesn't sound as fun.
0: Yeah, I I totally agree. (laughs) I write top lines for dance tracks and I totally agree that when you're sitting in your room trying to make something you need that you need those people to bounce off even if it is only over zoom and it's not in you know in real life i think mm-hmm. you do, it is nice to have to have that connection do you write with a guitar the piano do you write with just a dance beat behind you like what's your process
1: when i'm making dance music i really love to work with the producer and like see what kind of music they have to bring me and then I like Mm -hmm. to kind of just write from there and create something from there.
0: If someone's watching this and they would love to do what you're doing you know because you're a DJ as well what advice would you give to them in how to get into the industry what would
1: you tell them? I would tell them like it's really hard to release music sometimes because especially when you're just starting off because you want to appear a certain way and you don't want to release a song that goes against what you might want to look like you know a year later but Mm -hmm. that really ends up handicapping you because if you don't release music you're never gonna end up releasing music and then you're gonna just be you're just never gonna put music out and for me like I just put out song after song after song well especially this year maybe not the years before but I've put out some songs that other people who I've made them with really love and I don't personally like that much, but I'm like, okay, like it seems like labels want to sign this and you really love the song. It's not my personal favorite, but I'm going to release it and then it ends up being really big. So it just, you don't know what's going to catch and just having fear hold you back from, releasing music because of this and all the things that haven't even happened yet there's no point you know and and being an artist is about learning who you are as an artist is about learning who you are as a person it's about self-discovery and there's no self-discovery without being mirrored back what you've put out so I've learned a lot of about my songwriting and what catches just from releasing music like with picture us going to number one you know I wrote the whole melody for that song and I wasn't sure if my songwriting was that big enough to be number one like I just I just didn't know because I've never done it before and then here it goes my first billboard number one so it's just like try to see what's going on in your head and if it's fear if the underlying factor is fear then just forget about it and just do because I think that's what holds so many people back.
0: I think that's great advice. I really do. Because I know quite a few musicians who are terrified of releasing stuff because of that. And I suppose so many. you've got to. Yeah, so many. And, and it's like when you release, oh yeah, in a bit. And it's like, do you know what? You're just got to put yourself mm. out there. And if people don't like it, people don't like it. But like you said, don't let fear hold you back. Because fear holds most people back. I think
1: you just have yeah. to go for it, like you said. Well, just like, and one last thing, it's like, Even if you put out a track that sucks and like no one really likes, no one's going to remember that track that sucks Mm -hmm. because they're not going to listen to it. But if you put out another one, like they, like they'll see your name again. And then that means at least we're seeing your name again and that there's something coming out. Like it doesn't have to be a hundred percent amazing and perfect, but like if you keep putting your name out there for other people to promote or whatever, like that's better than just nothing out there, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: Who would you love to work with? Because you've you've done some massive collabs, like huge. You've worked with some huge people. Who would you love to work with that you've not had the chance to yet?
1: Um, I really want to write with music with like Max Martin's camp. Um, mm-hmm. I was saying this in some of my other interviews just because it's true, but, like, I love SZA so much. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it would be cool to just write with her and just, like, vibe with her. I really want to write a, do a track with Black Coffee, too, because he did a track on um, Drake's album that I just love, Get It Together, Get This Together or something. It's so good. But yeah, and I've been listening to a lot of Rosalia's music recently. Um, Maybe some of her older stuff. Like, I think it would be really cool to do something with her. Miley Cyrus. I love pop, honestly. (sighs) Yes. She's so cool. And her voice is just so, like, unique yeah so she would be cool yeah. i like the track
0: that she just did with do leap i think those two together yeah. are just an absolute powerhouse like they're amazing i together. know
1: Yeah, and i just looked up like the song credits and it looked like because it's obviously a hit you know it's so catchy and i looked up the song credits on spotify and like 10 people wrote the song wow so, yeah a ton of people but that's that's what it takes to make that kind of song. Yeah, I mean, it's a
0: gu- guaranteed hit then, isn't it? If there's 10 people doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it should be. Well, I mean, you would hope so. <laughs> you should, yeah. You, yeah, you would hope so. Okay, so I'm going to do something called this or that. It's just a quick fire round, and um, you have a choice of two things to choose from. I'm sure you've played it before, but it's just a way of kind of people to get in to know you a little bit better, and me, of course. So
1: are you ready? I'm ready, yeah. Okay. Let's go. House or disco? House. Summer okay. or winter? Um, I would say summer. Yeah, okay. But so you- I love winter too, but...
0: I like I like wearing all the like the cozy jumpers and jackets at winter that's mm-hmm. what I like the fashion I like about winter. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, studio
0: session or performing live,
1: performing live even though it makes me nervous. <laughs> oh,
0: DJ set or singing, singing. Festival or dirty rave.
1: Mm dirty rave for
0: sure yes I definitely <laughs> agree with that um LA or London
1: you can't really compare they're just two different places okay. I feel uh, like you need prefer... to <laughs> um oh, I mean all my family's in LA so I would have to say LA love or money <laughs> um love you're thinking about it you have to think about it (laughs) i love money but yeah love that's so important (laughs) yeah i love money could that be the answer um yeah
0: the 80s or the 90s the 90s ibiza or berlin ibiza
1: yes okay ibiza for me ibiza
0: uh techno or drum and bass drum and bass and finally lee foss or jamie jones
1: <laughs> oh my god well lee lee's my better friend so like i love jamie but lee like i know lee so much like we're so much closer so i would have I was to say, say Lee. you didn't have to
0: answer that but you've answered it as so fair enough
1: <laughs> I have to answer it. I love 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 Jamie, but I also I'm just like a lot closer with Lee. So
0: sorry, Jamie Jones. (laughs) That's fair enough. Um, Do you have a track that has got you through 2020? That track that you've just always had on the speakers or on your headphones?
1: I really loved. um, There's a few like because the year. There's been a few this year. Um, One of them is Rabbit Hole with Camel Fat and (laughs) Jum Cook. Oh, that, is that one is so fucking good. Like mm-hmm. she is so good. And then surprisingly, honestly, Lady Gaga, which is really funny. Um, I really like her song Rain on Me. And then recently I've been really listening to a lot of Men Men I Trust. So Tail Whip. Mm-hmm. So that would be like the different times. There's a a song called Tail Lip by Men I Trust. First of all, that album I mean the artist name, Men I Trust, is so <laughs> so amazing. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I'm loving how much pop you like. Actually, I was I was actually going to
0: ask you, like a prayer or a holiday?
1: Probably like a prayer. Because are you a bit of a
0: Madonna fan?
1: Oh yeah, I'm a yeah. huge Madonna fan. Yeah, I thought you were.
0: I thought you were. Um, so yeah. what is the plan for 2021? I know obviously COVID, depending, but what's what's the plan for next year?
1: The plan for next year so far is to just kind of do what I did this year, which is just release as much music as possible, have as many remixers as possible, meet new producers, meet new songwriters, make more art, all within the COVID guidelines, obviously, depending on like what happens. But I've been able to do it all so far and make little funny, you know, or cute music videos in quarantine too. And we've all gotten COVID tested and everything. So I just, I want to do the same thing. I think that's that is the plan yeah Mm -hmm.
0: and hopefully festivals will start clubs will open again and then you know you can
1: go and perform to a live audience which
0: I don't know it might feel a bit weird actually because
1: you've not been able to do it for such a long time I know it'll probably feel so good on it. it like might be a little weird at first and then after it'll be like oh my God, I can't believe we haven't done this in so long. Yeah. But um, if I, if, when I start performing again, it'll definitely be a different type of performance. Like I'll have a band and I'll do festivals and stuff, but performing at the clubs may not be what I'm going to be doing. I mean, Mm -hmm. for DJing, yeah, but I have a whole thing going on now. Mm -hmm. Got to stick to that.
0: Well, please 2021 let's hope this happens <laughs> all right so final question and i'm going to ask this to everybody on the podcast if you could go to any club in the world tonight where would it be
1: um what club would well it be? i say this a lot because it's just so true though about warung in brazil okay, okay. never East heard of club. that it's so amazing like it's so beautiful the lights the energy there if you look it up after this it's just beautiful Uh so that's the first one that comes to mind what's the vibe there what kind of music is it it's like house and techno and it goes all night till the morning and it's like indoor outdoor so on in indoor it's maybe more like underground stuff but like it all is pretty underground but then the outdoor is just like it's like this big giant hut with these beautiful lighting light system and then this amazing sound system and it's packed to the brim with people and it just like the energy is so good there. Like everyone's having a good time and the air is really warm and it's just amazing.
0: It oh, sounds amazing. I'd love yeah I'd love
1: that right now. That would be incredible. I know.
0: I'm dying yeah, to go out. you? But, but, well, the problem, the prob- oh, where is my favourite club? In February, just before lockdown happened in the UK, I got the chance to go to Bergheim and Panorama Bar. Oh. And if I could go anywhere, I think I would go there tonight. It's just one of those wow. places. Have you ever been?
1: No, no, no. I
0: haven't. It, you should go. It's incredible. And I kind of went, because we went, and then when it's lockdown, and I was like, do you know what? it's okay because at least my last proper party was probably the best club in the world or one of the best clubs yeah but yeah Yeah. it's uh it's a difficult club to get into but kind of once you pass the bounces and you're in there it's it's like another world it's crazy you should definitely go
1: wow yeah i heard about that i've had friends that have like just not gone in or like have showed up every night and then they finally get in on the last night (laughs) and things like that the fear that you have in that queue because when we went we (laughs)
0: queued for two hours and i I just was like right power of the mind i'm getting in i'm getting in i'm definitely getting in i'm getting in and and then we Mm -hmm. got there and it's literally it's one of those places they don't really check you out they just give you one look not even a second and they've decided whether you're in or not it's crazy but it's great but you guys got in the first time, we did. Yeah, I've only been twice and I've got in both times. I don't know how. Um, because <laughs> I had they always say, like, wear black, like, you know, try and look like yeah, black. And I uh-huh. it started raining and I ended up buying um, an umbrella. In the queue, and it was a bright green umbrella. And I was like, I'm trying to look cool here, and I'm standing there with a stupid umbrella. But, but yes, it is an amazing cloak. So,
1: wow, yeah, I definitely need to go at some point.
0: You do, you do. Once this is all over, you definitely need to go. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you. Yeah, you too. And um, good luck with the album. You're already smashing it. Bring on 2021.
1: (laughs) Yes, you too. You too. Thank Thank you. Thank you.
0: Bye. Bye. Huge thank you to Annabelle Englands. Go stream a brand new album, Messing With Magic, right now. She's already had two number ones from it. She is smashing it. Now, on the next episode of Backstory, my guest will be Deval from Disciples. I'm so excited to catch up with him because I've been a massive fan of Disciples for years. Uh, If there's any questions that you would like me to ask, then send them to backstoryquestions at gmail.com. Yes, I have an email address for this. I am so organised. That is backstoryquestions.com at gmail.com and don't forget to give me a follow on instagram sarah my story to keep up to date with all my future
1: guests see you next time